0: Um, more about Herbalife. So I was thinking about Herbalife, Bill Ackman's activist investment fund, and I was thinking about how you could apply something like that to crypto, which I talked about in my previous episode. Um, but I just want to say a lot of people get hung up on, on whether Bitcoin or crypto is a Ponzi scheme. And, you know, whether it is or not is not that important. I mean, it kind of is, but you don't have to be exactly accurate. You don't have to say, well, oh, well, Bitcoin doesn't check this box because it's not just one person promoting it or creating it, like, say, Bitcoin, right? But what I'm saying is it's actually more important to understand in general what people mean when they when they compare it to a Ponzi. And if you're getting hung up on the definitions, I would encourage you to look at the environment surrounding um, surrounding these these different activities, Herbalife and uh, Bitcoin or crypto. Um, go watch the presentation by Bill Ackman describing Herbalife as a pyramid scheme. Look at the conferences; they're basically just parties. Look at the promotion. Look at the celebrities that they hire. Um, Look at what they tell people. You can get rich. All of these things are also happening in crypto. Um, and Bill Ackman, I think he got out of his short, right? He got Carl Icahn. Um, there was a short squeeze by Carl Icahn, and he 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 exited this position with a loss. But he was mentioning how Herbalife was an SEC company, registered company. And this was happening right under the, under the nose of regulators. Same thing with crypto. All this stuff is happening under their nose, right? And they're basically not bringing enforcement actions. So everyone thinks, oh, no one's bringing enforcement action. I guess it's okay. Um, wrong. Very, 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 very wrong. So I, I just briefly looked at this presentation. It's like three hours long. I'm, uh, I, I kind of skimmed it, different sections of it. It's very, very interesting to compare what's going on in crypto now and what was going on with Herbalife. Just take one example, Herbalife, a multi-level marketing company. Um, it's just amazing the similarities. Just amazing. Uh, and, um, I definitely think that this has Ponzi and Pyramid written all over it, crypto. Um, uh, to some extent, I think it's also a result of bu- a bubble activity, the feds cheap money, but, you know, um, I think it really needs the bubble activity. It really needs cheap money, but there's also some Ponzi dynamics going on in this, system, in this, because people are being encouraged. They spend all this money advertising. So it's a little bit of both. I think it's a bubble and a Ponzi. Um, uh, now, could it exist without, with, with tight money? Well, we've seen the price of cryptos crash whenever the, the Fed threatens to tighten. That's because these are non-productive activities that, that require new money coming in to support them. Um, you know, but the Bitcoiners, or the crypto people also want to cash out of these things and they need new buyers. They need to convince people, hey, this is a real thing, a good technology. You should buy in. Right. They need to also convince people they get the price going up right with the free money. And then they need to convince people to come in and, and, and basically buy their bags. And now it seems like the goal of the Bitcoiners is to get government to buy their bags, which is unbelievable, right? They're trying to force government, which is the taxpayer, you and me, to buy their crypto bags. <laughs> you know, unbelievable. This movement started off as a free movement. Well, we don't like government coercion. And now they're trying to co opt government for their own desires and for their own riches. It's absolutely disgusting what's going on in Bitcoin. Um, absolutely terrible what's going on. Just Unbridled greed, unbridled like complete reversal from how they used to be, just despicable, despicable actions. You know, this is what greed does, right? And this is what a belief system like they believe in Bitcoin, and they they bet their their reputations on this, they bet their whole life on this, they bet their careers on this, and they are not going to change. They're not going to they 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 have to have this just they have to have this succeed. They can't then come out of this funk and say, oh, yeah, I, now I'm, you know, I'm getting out now because it's it's turned into this movement I don't recognize. I mean, they might do that if they decide to change careers and exit crypto and, you know, they exit with a profit. But if they're still in it, if their career still depends on it and they still have a lot of crypto, they're not going to say this. Um, but just, again, compare the advertisement. Compare the celebrity endorsements the paid celebrity endorsements, compare all of this to, to something like Herbal Life. Just one example. I'm sure there's many other examples. I also came across this PBS documentary done in 1999, you know, prime bubble time, about this, this other um, pyramid scheme, or Ponzi, um, or multi-level marketing but I forgot what it was called. Um, but yeah, I think that you should compare it to other other um, entities that were um, accused of, you know, running a pyramid or Ponzi throughout history, and just try to compare the similarities and differences. If you're if you're too busy looking at the definition and you're getting hung up on a certain thing because Bitcoin is a little bit different, crypto is a little bit different, right? It's an asset that's created, right, and, you, and people are buying it versus something that, that is a company and, and, and it's all being funneled through the company. No, this is like, you know, that the company controls. No, it's decentralized in that respect. It's like they've created, they've, they've created an artificial commodity and they've directed flows into this. So that's, I think, where the bubble comes in, the, you know, the easy money comes in, this is a non-productive thing. And then the Ponzi part of it is getting the rest of the world to buy their bags at inflated prices and believe that this thing is, is a real um, product that has real value and it's going to last and it's going to go to a million. It's going to make your grandkids rich. This is, this is all the hypey stuff, the, the education, all the, all the podcasters out there talking about Bitcoin. This stuff is the Ponzi part, in my opinion. Oh, you should hodl. This, all, all this con. This is all the con. The benign stuff is Satoshi creating something out of thin air. Yes, but he's creating something new, and I consider it non-productive. But you know, teach their own, and I think this was only only um, seen attention in its early days because what this came off of the two thousand eight financial crisis. How much money was pumped into our economy? This crypto has only existed going back to two thousand eight. What happened then? We had a financial crisis and what was the Fed's response? Bail everybody out, print a bunch of money. That's why there's flows into Bitcoin and crypto. It's a non-productive bubble activity. But on top of that, you don't just have the bubble activity. You have a con going on. You have a Ponzi pyramid. And I think you do have deception and fraud on top of something that, that might be just considered a normal bubble but it's not because there's con going on. And this new asset, everyone knows that a house has some value, but a Bitcoin or a crypto, that's up in the air.